Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of the Cyber Podcast. I'm Ken Norsky, joined very, very, very agitated. Agitated is the word of the day. <laughs> Been a long week, some technical malfunctions, but we're, we're working and ready to go. Just watching you get upset as you're trying to put this together. Like, because there's no reason. My day. There's no reason for it not to work. And like, it's, it, it, when every single piece of equipment is the same as last time, plugged in the same way. And then, in fact, it's less complicated. You had less My favorite people. thing is, is that you plug it in a, another time and it works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the golden rule take it out, pl- t- turn it off, turn it on again. Yeah. And it works. Eh, what are you going to do? Here we are. <laughs> For anyone, for anyone that missed episode 33, it's up on all iTunes, all our podcasting sites. Uh, send us an email, cyberboyspodcast at gmail.com. You gotta get, I feel like you're not a non-mic, but maybe it's just my headphones suck. What about now? Okay, there we go. Okay. Sorry. Episode 33, we watched The Perfect Bride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I legit forgot what we did. I'd like to thank John for joining us. It was chaos in here. Uh, as always, we tried to answer the following questions. <laughs> Turned out all right, though. I mean, oh, it, it came out for for uh, when I left that day. Yeah, I was just like, that was nonsense. That it was really a disaster. Was. I saw Corey uh, the other night, and he was like, "That was fun." I'm like, was it? <laughs> yeah, he enjoyed it though. So there you go. Uh, we tried to answer the following questions. Why did Stephanie have so many syringes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just ready to go. Was she a nurse? I mean, it suggests she was a nurse, but I'm not convinced she was a nurse. Yeah. I think she just said she was a nurse. Could be. <laughs> Do we care? Not Why really. did nobody believe Kelly Preston in that movie? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she wasn't like dumb. No. She wasn't crazy. It's one of those things where those movies, the backstory, like when they were kids, maybe. Yeah. Like she she cried wolf or something. Right. Which again would not have been hard to establish. No. But And then uh since you loved Gramps so much. Did this movie all take place in Gramps' mind as he tried to cling to the last few marbles he had left? I mean, I I think it's possible. When he was answering the phone, it's so good. I've never hated a character more. I I can't believe you're mad at him. I just hate I, I hated his acting choices. But what do you want the guy to do? They're, he they're... was just like I don't know why it bothered me so much. He was just like so happy about it. Yeah, well, because he's playing a guy with dementia. So he only has a couple choices, right? He can play it super real. Which isn't going to work because that's so depressing to have a guy be that like, "That would have been better." Who for is me. this? I pooped, and then they got to rush him out of there, like right. Or he just takes off all his clothes. He thinks he's at home. Do you know like what I mean? Like, it like fucking like Steve Martin in Three Amigos. Yeah, he had to. Ugh. He had no choice. He was in a movie that was being played for comedy, <laughs> playing his dementia for comedy. So, what do you want him to do? I I feel like he had no no choices to make. They were just like, "Be a clown," and he did a good job. So we tried to answer those questions a lot more. I don't remember at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anything to recap? Do you remember anything about that movie? No. <laughs> it, I I did truly at this point. I, I don't. Just hated two it. weeks later, especially like the last two weeks, been so busy at work. I I couldn't tell you one thing. Well, luckily we're moving on up because the movie we chose for episode thirty-four <laughs> are we? Two thousand seven's Nora Roberts, Carolina Moon. Mm. I think we should, I, in retrospect we should have done Blue Smoke, but here we are. Well, you know we're gonna do the next one in the trilogy, which is uh, Kentucky Asteroid, <laughs> since we've done Montana Sky and Carolina Moon. Uh, Texas Comet. Let, let me tell you something. Laura Roberts is a piece of shit. Oh, okay. This is a hot I don't take. like. I, don't, I didn't think that's what you were gonna say. You know, like, all right, we'll get into it. But she either has a lot of issues growing up, right? But this, this is actually what I think people like about her. Yeah, I guess. And my frustration, actually, which I can't believe I'm going to say, is there wasn't enough plot. 
compared to compared to, to the Montana to sky. sky. Right. I was like, I kind of wanted to know some more stuff. I guess I, you can't please me with these Laura Roberts. Movies. No, this is what I no, no, no. Well, I, I don't know. Like, well, we'll get into it. Let's just, All right, let's just fair go. enough. So this uh, stars Claire Ferlani as Tori Bodine. Any relation to Sammy Bodine? I know. I I spent a little bit of time thinking about a celebrity <laughs> net worth, and I, I ended up not having time to do it. Uh, she's in Meet Joe Black, Mallrats. Uh, this also stars uh, this also stars Oliver Hudson as Cade Lavelle. <laughs> These fucking names. Her, I mean, you got to. I mean, part of it is you got to remember she's running out of names. Yeah, like she's written hundreds. Of I know. Books. She's just got to be like a bookshelf sneaker man. Did you ever? Did you used to watch Letterman? Right? Like yeah, back I mean, in the day, way back. Yeah, uh, and he used to have like a uh, band named Dice, where he'd have like oh yeah, <laughs> fucking roll. It was awesome. Um, Those are good bits. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's probably best known for Nashville and Rules of Engagement. I think he was on Rules of Engagement for like eight years or something. But was he I didn't watch kids, that show. Or? No, he was because uh, that was the one with what's his name, uh, Putty. Right? Was in that? I think so. Oh, the David Spade one. I don't know if David. Sp- I think on, he was in that. Yeah, he was on a show of Putty. So there was like, um, they were like a married couple. I think, like a Him and mo- like newlyweds. Yeah, I would watch that. I don't know who the woman was, but it was <clears throat> Alfred Hudson was in that. The, uh, hit, the hit dog Orlando Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Wish he was in Carolina Moon. <laughs> he might have been. Yeah, yeah you, you never know. He's not. Uh, this also stars Jacqueline Bissett as Margaret. Yeah, uh, she's been a consistent working actress since the sixties. Yeah. And that's really it. Their only other actress, I forgot her name, but she was in 90210. Oh, Josie Davis. Yeah, Josie Davis. She's had a ton of stuff. She's best best known for 90210. Is she, though? The final years. She's best known for a show before that. (laughs) What? C&C. Charles in Charge. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Forget about it. Come on. Uh, Yeah, I always forget that's her. Right. Uh, It looks nothing like her. Right. Because she's she's playing the dork. She's playing the dork. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really it for this movie. Uh, What else you got for us? Well, it was exec- the executive producer is somebody called Peter Goober. Do you know who that is? No. So he was like one of the big producers in the 80s. So okay. He, he produced like Batman. Wow. Like Lethal Wet, like those kind of movies. Okay. So it's for some reason, he's the executive producer of this. All right. Maybe he's married to Nora Roberts. I don't know. But I thought it was strange. Like, what is, why is his name on this? <laughs> Nora Roberts. Once again, weird executive producers of movies mm. for Lifetime. Lifetime <laughs> picture. Cinemas. Cinemas. I got nothing else. Oh, all right. I yeah. felt like I had something else. I forgot. I mean, I'm ready to travel. So I didn't. I didn't write anything else down. So we'll just leave it at that. Bags are packed. Bags. <clears throat> I am fucking. Oh my god! You need to calm down. Good today. lord. <clears throat> End of semester. My voice is. Uh, this does happen in the semester. I know. It starts to go. It really does. But what are you gonna do? Now the switch to Spotify means we're not looking. Oh no! At photo today. It's all up here. Yeah, I don't need it. Just get to enjoy the song instead. Yeah, right. I'm not distracted. I don't know what you're doing there, but it's kind of like a Saturday. Look like a Marky Mark. Like Rocket Doctor. Yeah. Tell Doctor. All right. Um. Yeah. What do we, what do we got today? Forgivably short for the audience. We're only back twelve years, so yeah. I you know what I didn't realize is this is like comes out almost exactly when um, I think uh, Montana Sky came out. Oh yeah, that like makes they sense. They did like a week of each other. Huh. Nora Roberts month. Yeah, I think that's what they did. To be honest, like mm. they just made a bunch of these and then put them out all in one month. I was I was telling you earlier this week, people love this on IMDb. 
Yeah, it's polarizing. I, I, People are despise it or they're in love with this. But, movie. They, but they do the thing she cares about or any author cares about or, or person makes something. They all watch it and have an opinion. Like, oh, they, yeah. They tune in. They, they're looking. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I, we're we're going to talk about someone in a minute. <laughs> it's, it's insanity. And it's been going on for a while. Like, the, she, they've been making Nora Roberts TV movies since the 80s. Oh, she has probably dozens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, all right, so let's do movies and music real quick and get to okay. the main event. <laughs> I tried a lot of stuff this week, too, so I was, right. a, a lot in the like hour I spent. But, uh, all right, number one movie at the box office, Norbit, <laughs> Hannibal Rising, Ghost Rider, or The Messengers. Have we Pre- done this before? Previous number one when we did Montana Sky. Um, all right, so Norbit, Messengers, Ghost Rider, what was the other one? Hannibal Rising. Mm. God, that movie was so bad. Yeah, that was disappointing at um, best. I'll go Norbit. Uh, that was my guess. Like, if I was just looking at this, I would have said Norbit, but Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah. Those Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. Yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't like, be- it was before Iron Man, so like the, the Marvel movies weren't going crazy yet. You know that's a Marvel movie, right? No. No? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, Mar- knew, I knew it was a comedy. Yeah, it was a Marvel movie, so... Ghost Riders are actually a cool character, but they ruined it because they had Nicolas Cage be Ghost Rider. Right, so they have to make it crazy. And it's bad. But they, it's also, that was before they recognized you could make money in February. Like, yeah. like now, that was the dumping ground back then. Like, if you had a yeah. movie you thought wasn't going to do well in the summer, you'd just be like, all right, we'll put it out then. Maybe we make $10 million. Mm-hmm. Now they put out movies. Christ, throughout. that movie would come out in May now or April. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, or it would come out in February, but they would be hyped. They would like yeah. really push it. Um, so, yeah, that was number one. Interesting. The Messengers was like number seven, but, you know, okay. uh, yeah. but after hitting number one, JC, right around, coming up on Easter. Um, all right. Which uh, we did talk about this a little bit that I want to do one of the uh, preacher movies for Easter. There's so many. Oh, God. I could not believe the list. Um, all right. Number one on the country music charts, because we're sticking with our Nora Roberts theme. Yep. We're, we're in the Kakalakas again. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Rodney Atkins watching you? I think he was Prince, number one last Prince's time. I've been. I think he was. Uh, Brad Paisley. She's everything. Okay. Everything I want, everything I need. Sure. Jason Michael Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to enunciate. Alyssa Lies. Like the Alyssa the name? Like yeah. Alyssa Milano? Okay. Yeah, exactly like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe he has a beef with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising this could even be in the conversation for number one. And George Strait, it just comes natural. I'll go Brad Paisley. Good guess. It's George Strait. It just comes mm, natural. That was that was my second guess. Yeah. So my friend Kevin, you know, his last name is Strait. Sure. And uh, his dad's name, George Strait. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, he was a black man on TV <laughs> with the name George Strait. It could not have been fun. <laughs> I can only imagine what his life has been like. Um, nice man, though. All right. So now, going back to IMDb. Actually, yes. you were right on it. Loved it. Um, so I want you to tell me which of these five movies, mm-hmm. Nora Roberts TV movies, had the highest rating from IMDb fans. Oh, this is a good. This is a good question. Okay, <laughs> uh, and I was fascinated by the list, just like looking at the list. And sure. Seeing, all right, so I'll read you the title and a synopsis. Yep. You know the, the IMDb synopsis. So know that it may not be well written. <laughs> these are always funny to me. I don't know why. All right, Northern Lights. Okay, I can't. I can't get it out because the names are so ridiculous. Usually, and this is even that funny of a one, but it just it, it tickles me. Nate Burns accepts a job as chief of police in Lunacy, Alaska. 
I fucking hate Nora Roberts so Hoping much. to get away from the traumatic death of his partner back in Baltimore. Back in Baltimore again. Jimmy uh, McNulty. <laughs> <laughs> Stringer Bell. Uh, he meets Meg, an independent bush pilot whose father is found dead in a mountain cave. Northern Lights. Okay. A lot of plot there, as always. Two, two ridiculous long stories about two people. <sighs> So Magic, it's like The Edge, basically, with the uh, edge. but a Nora, Nora Roberts movie. That's a great movie. I love that movie. That's one of the more underrated movies in yeah, the last great. 20 years. It's quite good. Al Bowen's great. Yeah, I know. It, it's like one of those, it's one of the few movies where he's not playing Alec Baldwin and he's still right, good. Right, right. You, know, yep. you know, he's not departed Alec Baldwin, which I'm not saying is bad, but it's just, yeah. you know, ridiculous. Magic Moments. <laughs> I bet you could guess the first three words, but anyway. A successful magician... <laughs> No, I would what, what what that means as compared to just a magician, I don't know. <laughs> he actually gets paid money. Um, a successful magician is is approached to do a TV special, which he has not done before. End of sentence. I get, I can tell you didn't write this. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, he and the beautiful producer of the show. Wait, can you, wait, read that again because I didn't understand it. <laughs> okay. A successful magician is approached to do a TV special, which he has never done before. Fine. Really? There's no magic on TV? Oh, you mean... Like it, David Blaine? Right, exactly. Like, oh boy. He and the beautiful producer of the show fall in love with each other, much to the disappointment of her possessive guardian, who is the person she works for. Okay. Oh my God, who wrote this? He sets out to wreck their happiness. I'm just... This is what I love about INDB. Like, they just... It's like how my students write. It's like sentence, sentence, Sounds sentence. Like my boss wrote it. No, no transitions. Just like yeah. Sometimes doesn't make any sense. Like they didn't own. write English grammar. Right, class. dude. Hmm. I, my my eyeballs are rolling. My hands. <laughs> <laughs> so that's magic moments. Wow, I didn't even know what that. Okay, so a magician is doing a TV special. Yep. The, he falls on the producer, but the producer works for somebody. A who guardian, is possessive guardian. I don't know if that's like magical, like a guardian or like like her her lawful guardian right like she's a special needs person or if like it's like a guardian angel i I think we might have to do this i know well this is why i'm reading this uh tribute this isn't that song this is a tribute Mm -hmm. a former child star buys her grandmother's house to rescue it from ruin but her hope for serenity is soon eclipsed by haunting dreams of her famous grandmother who died of supposed overdose in the house more than 30 years ago so this is kind of like um haunting passion yeah you almost could have written that one. I could have. It's always Ken, that's the thing about these. It's always possible. <laughs> I mean, because it's more it's well written compared to the right. other two. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. Carnal innocence. Oh boy. A world famous violinist, Carolyn Waverly, returns to her hometown of innocence to retreat from the world. <laughs> but a serial slayer is stalking the streets of innocence. And Caroline may be a prime target for murder. Why? I don't know, because she's back. He she's likes, back, baby. He likes Slayer. G- he hates the violin. <laughs> it's Steinbeck Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about all her fucking movies is people returning to places where murders are happening and they stay. It's the same thing with Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks. I, I, I have to say, I did try to do the Nicholas Sparks, Nora Roberts game. It was too easy. I realized is after, it really? after reading them... Because they do the same two or three things, each of them, and they're yeah. not close enough to each other. All right. Because I, I did. I, I, I can... But what if you take North Carolina out of the Nicholas Sparks ones? Okay, so I did another thing where I said, <laughs> it's insane how many <laughs> things I tried. I did Nicholas Sparks, Nora Roberts, or Leo Tolstoy. 
And okay. I took out all the locations and names. Okay. So you wouldn't know where it was set or what, you know, because what you hear a Russian name, right? Right. But when you take that stuff out, you realize yeah. how like melodramatic those stories are. It was still a little too, I thought a little too easy, but I can show okay. you that. I can all show right. it to you after, though. I didn't think it would be fun for people to listen to. I'm not sure this is fun. To to, <laughs> I was pretty confident. It's fun for me, so I don't really care. And then Carolina Moon, I put in there as well. So out of those five movies, what is the highest rated on a scale of one to 10? Northern Lights. Northern Lights. It's set in Lunacy, Alaska. Yeah. I think people like that one. Magic Moments about a successful magician. Mm-hmm. Tribute. This feels like right out of the Nora Roberts playbook. Just famous grandmother dead in the house. Haunted. Carnal Innocence. Returning to the town of Innocence. Riding her uh, steed. Yeah. I'm going to say Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Close. But no cigar coming in. Oh, so we'll go B to T. Okay. Carnal Innocence 5.4. Mm-hmm. Magic Moments 5.6. I thought for sure the Magician one would be the lowest. It just seems like yeah. a strange pick for the Nora Roberts demographic. Like, there's very few sexy magicians left. Right. Like, David Copperfield is probably sexy. If, but, if any. I mean, I guess her audience maybe would have grown up with that or been. Yeah. Found him attractive. Yeah, right, right, right. 80s attractive. Ooh. It might be he might be eighty attractive. I don't know. No, like from the eighties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what like I mean? in that era. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right no, right. not in his big 80s. hair. Yeah, he had chest hair. Sure. Talk about crazy cool medallions. Mm-hmm. Um, tribute mm-hmm. at five point eight. Northern Lights at five point nine. Wow. And Carolina. So Moon, this was the best one. Six point. I know that really disappointed me, but also that probably means the other ones are actually yeah, better. But, oh, out of these five. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my, well, I wonder what Montana Sky was. Six point two. <laughs> You that way too quick. Yeah, kind of. I made sure to know because I figured you would ask. <laughs> yeah, I. It's interesting. It's disappointing to me because well, I should say it's not disappointing. I'm excited because that means those movies are probably more fun to watch, right? But not as good of a movie because they really tried with this one. That's they the thing did. about it. Well, they had real actors in it, right? Every single role is played by someone who is like a name, basically. Yeah. Except for the the even the main, well, the twist ending guy, right? He is familiar. I hear I recognized him. Yeah, and, I, I couldn't and, tell you what uh, he's in, but, um. Wade. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know who he was. Oh, um, he's one of those guys, the, too. You know, because there's Wade and Cade in this fucking Yeah, they movie. made it easy on us. <laughs> oh, boy. And Wade kind of looks like the guy, other guy, the, sh- right. the, the mayor. It was very confusing. Yeah. I actually thought that was that guy for a while. <laughs> Me, too. Okay. <laughs> and I was watching. Like, I wanted I was to taking know. notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... That was February 21st, February 19th, 2007. Is this a Please don't try me. 
he just wants to sit and play his guitar. It's I know. Just, it's, Poor guy. How can you be mad at him? All right, Kenneth. I think I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait to get into this one with you today. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I like this movie. I, I figured you did. We open up in a campsite on August 23rd, 1989. Very specific opening. Very date. specific date. And, and at least it did come back. It did. Yeah, it could have been worse. I am convinced they said April throughout the whole movie, though. Until really? The, I, I, I don't, I'm sure they didn't, but I was convinced it was April for the whole, the whole really? movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, look. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But at the end, I'm like, I think they made a mistake. <laughs> but I wrote it down. It was August, so. So two girl, two young girls, ten oh. years old, are swimming in a lake. I'm already. I got a couple of things. <laughs> okay. Number one, music by Steve Picaro again from last time. Who, for, for oh, from Toto. Toto. God, <laughs> he must have signed him to a contract. This guy, Laura Roberts' contract. He's probably raking it in. Yeah, <laughs> he bought out <laughs> exclusive his deal. Years. Uh, and. Those kids are not wearing 1989 clothes. No. They're dressed like they went to Old Navy that day. Right. I was so infuriated. Yeah. The bathing suits, Terrible. the t-shirts. Yep. You would There's not no have, Hobie t-shirts. No, you There's would, no hyper color. You would not have had a ringer tee no. in like, those shorts on those boys. I, it was made me so, well, so bad. Yeah. It, it yeah, would have been right. tighter anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It, mm. They would have had a home, homemade jorts. Right. Right. Exactly. Especially in the fucking middle of North Carolina. Yeah. You're, forget you, about You're it. telling me they're going to the Old Navy? No, they're not. They're, they're not going, even going to Walmart. They're not even going to the new. They're going to James Way. Yeah, they are. That's right. They're going to Bradley's. <laughs> and they're get they're getting the shorts with like one leg is longer than the other. Yeah, irregulars. Yeah, sure. You want the guy got irregular clothes? I you got a regular body. You kidding me? You got a goiter, but it's not in a, it's Ugh. not in the normal place. God. Yeah, I was very annoyed by that right off the bat. Like, gee, they didn't even try. Considering, okay, again, I wouldn't have been mad except the first fifteen minutes of the movies in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, literally. So, they make no effort to make it 1989. It was so weird no. to me. They, they figured, they're like, all right, well, we're in the woods, so nobody's going to tell the difference. Right, which is why it would have been easy to dress them like hobos, but <laughs> instead they dress them in like nice new clothes from the mall. Right. It, it was so weird yeah. and, and very noticeable. It was terrible. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, just don't say, just brain. don't tell us the year. Right. But they had to because it's so intrinsic to the plot of like every year he kills yeah. them at date. And we have to they know didn't how even old have they to are. say 1989. They could have said, Nothing. They could have said August twenty third. Well, how old were those women supposed to be? The girls? Yeah. In in nineteen eighty nine, they're supposed to be ten. Okay. Yeah. So they're already our age. Because at some point later, they said their ages and it was off. And I, it, but oh, I, I might have just misheard it. I thought they said they were twenty eight, and I was like, "There's no way they're twenty eight. Well, they're twenty eight then in oh seven. Oh right. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, "You are you kidding? Are you kidding me?" T- Two thousand seven is twelve years ago. Yeah, oh, you're right. There you go. See, thank you. This is why I need you. <laughs> My math not so good. So someone's watching them through the woods, Jason Voorhees style. <laughs> I wrote the exact same thing. It was Jason fucking Voorhees. It was. All of a sudden, one of the girls is having a vision of someone watching them in the woods. So this is what I understand. Oh, oh, I got questions about her vision. So. I believe what, from my understanding, is she only can see have the visions from the, the a person's eyes. She could get into their brain point and, of view. Correct POV. First, first person shooter. Yes, that's what I understood. See, I didn't understand that at all because what she kept saying is, "I can't see your face because there's nothing there." That's what she says at the no, end. No, she couldn't. She couldn't get in his brain. Like. I forget what what his the guy the killer's explanation was at the end. Why she really he could block her out somehow. 
because everybody I else, that. yeah, everybody else. I thought she said she she's like I can't see like she can tell who they were from being inside their brain. That's what I got out of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because what I got out of it was she can see everything that's happening basically. Yeah. Like so, she knows when someone's walking up. She knows she right. Can, you know, echolocate or whatever she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And she can't see the evil people because they're so evil. No, I because remember I, she's I like I can't true. see my dad. She didn't know it was her dad. She thought it was her dad, but didn't know if it was her dad. Yeah, but she never sees through the eyes of good people. She, I feel like she doesn't see through the eyes of anyone. She just sees. Like, yeah, like third person. Right, but if but all the all the th- bad things, all the things she does see are only bad things. She never sees like a happy moment. No, sure, but I think I I think we're I, I think we're agreeing basically yeah. that yeah, yeah. she sees bad stuff, and I have a lot of questions about how that works. Yeah. Because she lived in New York City, and that is a confusing concept to me. Wouldn't you be seeing shit all the time? Right. The, I was like, wait a minute. It'd, so, be, like, it'd be like the Sixth Sense. What? Tri- right. Exactly. It would be a nightmare, like yeah. a psychological thriller, right? Right. Like, and she says at some point, I, I don't want this power. Of course. But it doesn't. It's almost like manic depression. Or something. It just comes on and it disappears, right? Well, yeah. She can't rather control than being, it. Right. But rather than being every time she encounters a place of bad stuff, right? So like yeah. in one scenario she walks into a room where bad things have happened and it just she has to see it. In another scenario it's like she walks around your right. visions come to Cause, her. Cuz the one scene where she does like the Hannibal thing and breaks down the crime. Yeah. But then she could control it, but she can't control it right. anywhere else. That's what I that mean. was bullshit. So that's what I'm saying is like and then she's like well I lived in New York City and, and they finally tell that story. I know. They, after they, referencing it. Yeah. 45 times of like that little boy was killed or whatever. You're like what is going on? And we have no idea what it is. Cuz she could s- she can't see everything. Like she can't pinpoint. Well, she can't. But see, she could do it. She can't see that... evil. That's what I'm saying. It's like she can't actually see evil faces. <laughs> she's John, she's, no, she's I, John, I, John C. Riley. I know. No, I think she can only not see that guy. That the guy that's killing on the 23rd. No, because remember she says when the kid dies, a part of the thing was she didn't know there were two people because she couldn't see them. She thought she thought it was only the one kidnapper, right? And she, and she brings oh, them right, there right, right. because she could see what's going on. Yes, yeah. Well, that's what I was confused. Can she see the event or the through the eyes of the person? Right. I don't think she could see through the eyes of the person, or oh. she, or if she see, does. I <sighs> but just not everybody. But then, okay. So if she can see through the eyes of the person, how does she not know who it is? It's almost like she gets like caught up in like a wavelength. Right. Right. Exactly. That's like, what I got. Yeah. Out she's of it. yeah. Exactly. Like she's riding their like visual wave, but she's not in their head. <laughs> Right. This is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about. <laughs> but I, but it matters to the movie. I know because it, they don't. It's not now. This is something that should have rules. Oh, oh unlike ghosts, very rich, because, very be, because rich indeed. Well, be well. At least how they film it should be the same. Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. But that's the point of the rules, right? Of any of these movies, of a thriller or you know any of these things is you have to have those like visual cues to know when you're in and out of something. So when she goes and when she sees a scene, we have to know whether she's mm-hmm. looking through the killer's eyes or is she seeing herself in the scene but not there, like a spectral yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's that moment where she talks to the little girl and it's her as an adult. But that, those are dreams. <laughs> <laughs> those are when she's sleeping. Uh, but those are it's also a, psychic visions. I know, I know. <laughs> but I don't think she has those waking. Like, because hope comes to her. Do we when need she's to watch sleeping. this again right now? Hope, hope only comes to her when she's sleeping. For the most part, I could except sw- at the end. I could have sworn there's one where she is there. Well, she warns her uh, at the end when she's getting attacked. But even when she's a little girl, right? 
she knows that what's like when she wakes up, she knows something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think yeah, she must see that when like I I feel like it's like this. Okay. Okay. So there's like we're, let's say we're in the woods here, right? Sure. She's an adult watching this, whatever's happening, right? Yep. And she feels the presence of the guy watching them, and she's there, right? Yeah. But she's not there. Versus, she's just looking through this guy's eyes. So, but the time when 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 her and Hudson are, are making out or whatever, she knows the guy's looking at her, and at that point too, though. Right. I. But I think it's because she feels it, not because she sees it. Okay. Or or she sees him watching. Like we always see it, like not through his eyes, but his point of view, but not through his eyes. If that makes sense. Like yeah, we're not yeah. in his head. We're over his shoulder because she's yeah. watching. Remember, because when we see. The twist ending, we see the guy in the woods, we see his shirt, we see his checkered shirt, mm-hmm. and she knows he's there, but he has, she doesn't know who he is, or doesn't, doesn't realize it's him. And that's another thing. If she has this, like, spidey sense that warns her, she comes around the corner, he's he's there making a fire. Yeah. And she doesn't see it coming? Does I smell it? Yeah. She doesn't have Doris Roberts' ability to smell when someone's <laughs> cooking? Could at least smell a fire, I would hope. I mean, boy, oh, he's making some s'mores, I mean... He, I, I'm pulling up the movie now because I'm really getting to the point well, of being annoyed by this. Because it's the only my problem is that it's just inconsistent, and it matters. But it, and again, it if ma- she didn't have that scene where she breaks down the murder Hannibal style, I would be, I would be, I would almost understand it. I think, right. But when the cop, when the sheriff asked her, like, "We need your help," I thought they were gonna, they were gonna need her help like locating other bodies and stuff or trying to prevent the next one not breaking that what happened yes and and like why would she be able to tell that whole thing how it happened right and like that's the thing about the backstory that's so important that we don't have until uh, an, literally an hour and 10 minutes into the movie of an right. hour and a half movie is we don't know that she we know something bad happened but we don't know that what actually happened is she tried to help the police and failed yeah what well, like why wouldn't she just explain that in the beginning or why like, I don't want to do this. This th- is why. Now you're getting to one of my key things is the movie should have started with that. Yeah, with her in New York. Yes. Because we don't know why she ran to to Carolina uh, to what was the name of the town? I forgot already. Oh, God, I don't it know. It was I, something stupid. I sincerely don't remember. Uh, it was like that. It was like patience or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they don't, they all of a sudden like she's back in her hometown opening up a shop. Yeah. And that was it. Well, we get, well, we get 10 minutes of 1989. Right. And then she's back. Claire Filani's back in a belly shirt. Right. And I get that we need some of that backstory of we what do. happened. Absolutely. But then like... But the, what you do is tell it through New York. Yeah. She's in right. New York. She's in New York on the drive or something or, or ready or with to their packing. Friends, right? She's like, um, I, I hate... Like, it's summer. She's like, oh, aren't you excited we're going to go to the Bahamas? She's like, no, I hate August. <laughs> right? She has, and, she, and then we actually maybe get like a black person in the movie or something. And she's like... Why, why do you hate it? She's like, oh, when I was a kid, this really horrible thing happened. Right. And then we flash back to this scene right here. Mm-hmm. Then we come back to New York. And then she helps the police. So we have some idea that she's psychic. Which it would honestly take five minutes. Well, it, for the amount of time we spend in 1989 doing jack shit. For the amount of time we watch her. Wait, watch. So it's like she's having the The, the, the thing spectral right vision. Yeah. Predator vision. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Terrible acting by these kids. Sorry, I forgot to put the sound up. Somebody's watching. Oh, so maybe she is looking. Yeah, you might I be think right. she's looking yeah, through the eyes, right. which confused me. I can't tell. When she. But I, I, I thought it was real time. That's what confused me about the, yeah. when she was putting together right. the murder. Right. 
If it's real time, it's like I, right get, I get it. It's real time. Yeah. Obviously, we know who it is now. But like, and I figured it out immediately this movie, yeah. by the way. Well, because he um, walks right up in the sea, too. Right. Like, it's, it's so not... stupid. He's the only, there's, it could be one of four people. The accents and this piece of shit. I actually give Claire Ferlani credit for not trying the accent. She just, yeah, she just she's went, fine. Yeah, well, she's British, and she's just like, I'm not even going to yeah, bother right. with the fucking... Look, look at these clothes. No way that's 1988 or 89. No. No, they're too no. they're too bright. And too big. Yeah. For kids who play in the woods all day, even Chunk comes Horus from Monster Squad. <laughs> now, this, this scene also begs the question, is it better to be a dweeb or a jerk or a spaz? Well, I know that... <laughs> But he says, he's like, I'd rather be a jerk than a dweeb. <laughs> I'd rather be a jerk. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know, because... Well, it depends how smart I am, too. <laughs> right. If you're you, then you should be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> but what I think about is, like, dweeb suggests that, like, you're kind of dorky, but also nice. And, and that, likable. Like, yeah, right. That's what I mean. That Like, like you're like, lovable. Right. And that means that girls might like you if you're, if you're straight, right? That like, Right. Whereas if you're a jerk, you could probably get girls to like you by being an asshole, mm-hmm. but you're still an asshole, right? You could be, like, a fucking switchblade, like, yeah, right. combing your hair type versus, you know, programming computers type. Correct. Okay. Somehow I understand what I you're know, talking about. I know. I know. It's because it's we grew up with the exact same things. I know. And Thank these God. references are ancient. Jesus Christ. All right. We're still in the first scene of the movie, by the way. Well, but I think it got... But no, we, it, well, we had to cycle through that because it's in the movie constantly. Because every scene, you're you're asking the question of what does she actually know? And so, why does she know this and I'm not glad that? we talked it out because that now that I know what's confu- what was confusing is the real time versus yeah. going back. And also whether she controls it or not is confusing. And she... And she dream time. And dream time so maybe comes. she could control the past, what happens, but not the present. But wasn't the thing about New York is that it was real time? Is right. It, yeah. So... But then how was she able to walk them through it well, at I, the time? I, well, maybe she did that. So maybe they're... Like, so it was both in that case. Because she can't tell the future, right? Right. right. I, so I maybe guess, she's doing I, I the, mean, she was doing maybe like the Hannibal thing for them, and she missed that there was two people there. I guess. That's the only explanation, really. But it just it's such a simple thing to have the rules be clear. It's really not hard to do. No. And that's why the like well, they could have had in the beginning, right? When they're in the pond, their mm-hmm. pool, <laughs> pool's good for you. But they but they <laughs> but they no, if they're not seriously in the pond there before the boys come up and hopes just like, you know, how does your thing work? And she's like, I don't know, I just get I'm in the person's head. Yeah, right. But and it comes per- to me when I'm when and all she had to say was this time it's weird I can't see who it is. Yeah, that's all she had to say. Well, she kind of says that at one point where she goes, "It's it's strange, but I can never see their face." But but only but that it wasn't person. right. But it wasn't but they, clear if they would have differentiated that in yes. the beginning that she can't. That's the only person she can't yes, see. Who it wasn't it is. clear that she could always see it. She just made it seem like well, in this one I do, and some I don't, and there's no rhyme or reason. Okay, maybe, but it's not clear. Yeah. But you're right. Like every that's the other thing about this. Everyone knows she's psychic. Everybody. So why are they asking more questions? Why because all right. I, I feel <laughs> we don't even need to do like the whole movie this we don't, for this one. We don't. So the the main story is so for La- Claire Ferlani, they blame her for some stupid reason. Well, this is what I mean. If you know she's psychic, if you like they but all seem to accept they it. hate her so much. I can see why they hate her dad because her dad's the suspect. Right. But why do they hate her? Well, because they think she could have prevented it. Ah. 
but but this is the thing about preventing it is the mom the mom of the dead girl the tw- of the well, half of the twins i guess the josie davis's twin sister hope right hope and faith yeah you didn't realize that i did I no i did you were reminded but hearing me. it out loud do you remember there was that that sitcom hope and faith i do yeah with the, what's her name from murphy brown faith ford Ew. i think kelly Ripa might have been the other woman oh interesting to be honest it's, it's somebody like that if it wasn't mm. her um this woman looks like sally field by the way like when, she, when she walked in the scene, I legit went, "Holy shit, Sally Fields in this!" Oh, that would have been <laughs> amazing. She actually would have been good. She could have yeah, played sure. like the Forrest Gump's mom yeah. kind of character. Still Magnolias. <clears throat> I'm gonna go take a shit in my bike basket. See you later. <laughs> so they blame her because they think she could have prevented it. Because if she had been, if she had met up with her as she promised to go make s'mores, which she couldn't because she gets savagely whipped by her dad. Right, and that has so a vision, she, and that has so a night she vision. can't. She's trying to. So she's trying to get out of her room to go meet Hope because well, she that, knows something bad's going to happen, but she literally right. can't physically move because right, she's right. been beaten too yeah. bad. And it's kind of like a lot of the Nora Roberts, like the other movie where it's like out of nowhere, very extremely violent. It's very violent. Like, it's, it's like really she's super beaten Because she's a ten, like a tiny girl and the dad is a dad. Yeah, he... I got to say, that guy was perfectly He cast. was awesome. And I kept I, writing down, is he tan or dirty? Because I he's, thought he was dirty. He's always brown. I'm like, dirt. is he working outside? Or? Works in the coal mines in North Kakalaka. <laughs> So, but what I was trying to say about the mom is she blames the friend, Tori, for right. not being there, whereas everybody else blames Tori for having the vision and not stopping it. She just right. thinks she should have been there with her friend to protect her. Which it doesn't would believe, have never happened. It doesn't believe in any of the mumbo jumbo, whereas the whole town believes in the mumbo jumbo. You knew your dad was a killer. You didn't stop him. That's mm. my understanding. Now, they never but, say any of but that. But the whole time, she doesn't believe it's her dad that killed. Right. Well, that's exactly what she's trying to say is right. she she kind of convinces herself it is, but she keeps saying, I can't see who it is. Yeah. It seems like my dad. But she can see her right. when her dad does bad stuff, though. And not for nothing. He's another one, like just like Montana Sky, of just like maniacal killer characters in a place where everybody's just letting this person run wild. Why wasn't he in jail at all, ever? The dad? Yeah. He was. He was on parole. No, when he's in the town, though. Not not afterward. Not when they go on the lam. <laughs> no, but he was in prison at one point. I don't know. If, obviously not for the murder, but for something else. No, but when he's beating his wife and his daughter. Oh, yeah. They, like, they, they don't even. Well, the wife, the wife never reports him. She she ignores it. Oh, okay. I, I guess I just thought everybody knew and they were ignoring they, it. But... No, she. Remember? Because remember when they, um, they suspect it's him when he's on parole and he. he okay, right. So here's. Wait, he sorry. He beats the cop. And then he, um, he, oh, he's yeah, on the he run. fucking pistol they, whips her. Yeah, they think she, he's with the mom. They go to see the mom, and the mom's like, protect him, even though right. he's, she is, I mean, he is living there with her. Okay, because I guess I thought when they were in the actual town, they all, the, kind of, the town kind of went like, yeah, we know he's a kind of violent drunk or something, but we're. But it was never reported. Like, yeah, I don't okay. think the mom ever reported it to the police. Yeah, and I guess he never. There's not enough evidence to arrest him for the murder. Yeah, that's how it is. Now. But that's how it happens in real life. I guess it just seemed like they never tried to investigate it. Anyway, they don't, there's no part of the movie. Where it's like exonerating him. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. where they investigate, which I thought was strange. Yeah. All right, so here's a scene where she drives up. Okay. To the when she's driving home to start her business, and she gets to that crossroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sees, she sees her Ralph Macchio, right, <laughs> playing the guitar. Yeah, she's like, I could be a blues guitarist <laughs> or own a knickknack store. <laughs> and she, again. She's watching her own station wagon now in the past. In the past. Right, right. but this is what I mean about predator well, vision. This is what so I think. So who is she here? Okay. I think, it's, I think we're starting to piece this together. So I think she can right? reenact. She's watching herself. She can reenact the past and piece together. Like, she could see past visions clearly. Okay. 
But I like that bracelet. In the like, she can't in the present. It's real time, and she can't see everything that's happening. I just think it's weird that she's watching it happen rather than watching from her well, own point is, of view. I at think the it time. is no, but I think it is linked to an area too. Like she can't go he, be here and see another and no, see stuff in New York. That I agree. I, yeah, I totally. I, it is spatially based. I totally agree. <laughs> yes. I just think it's weird that when she has the vision, it's not of being in the car and driving away. It's of watching the car drive away from her as oh, an adult. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, why not be saying. in your own brain? If what you're having is a vision of your own memories. That, you're right. That doesn't make sense. Then why would you be watching the car? Right. Which means. Or just have that as like a regular flashback in color and not the predator. Yeah, vision. right. Like, just like what a normal person would have. Correct. Which is like, I remember this happening. Right. Because then, which kind of, I think that's what that was supposed to be. I know, but but they, but they film it like the vision. She, They're like, we have this fucking vision stuff. She we're almost, using it because she almost passes out, right? She she like almost drives off the road because she's well, like, yeah, she's distracted. Yeah, but she's like her eyes are closed, so it's like almost like she's going into a trance. Mm. Well, and, but what also that suggests is for a minute that she could be the killer. Because yeah, she's having the vision. I mean, from I didn't get. Point I didn't, of view, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That like maybe she did this and didn't realize it. True. Which I thought they were actually maybe laying that trap for a while. But Nora then, Roberts isn't that good. I know. I know. You're right. But I mean, it would have been a better ending. Again, that would have been awesome. That she like frames her dad. And like she has. She's friend. having the vision of the killer around the corner, and then it's her. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. And then she frames her dad. And then it's like because she's like, doing it to frame him because he's a violent. He's beating her up, and no one will believe her. But she walks around the corner, and it's like her by the campfire, and then they like meld into <laughs> one person. <laughs> good. Punch it up. And then she sits down next to uh, Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi. Looks like la. I yeah. All right. All right. I just I'm letting this run in the background just because. So when we look up, when the moments happen, I do want to go back to them because I didn't think to mark it. Yeah. I didn't and realize and there's how also a 50 percent chance we're gonna get a belly shirt. <laughs> Which, I mean, the 2007 fashion, while terrible, reminded me of a, a nice time in my life. Yeah, it was it was the like the long skirts uh, yeah. with the belly shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That was a big, big fashion. Yeah, and they were like flares on the jeans a little bit, yeah, like and tight butts, but also loose legs. I don't know. It was uh, it was it, all right. It was a look. Like it's not a sure. good look, but I, I liked that it was a specific look. Agreed. All right, so <laughs> me, God, I gotta find kind no, of it's where, right. we, where I, we need to go here, or we could just we could just pick up stuff that that. that uh... All right, so we so to introduce the other characters. So the cousins. All right, so the one family has hope, which dies. Oh, it's progress. North progress. Carolina. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, because I wrote we, so progressive. There's not one black person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hope is twins with faith, who's played by the younger sister from Charles in Charge. Then uh you said I like Casey Kasem. Her Charles, Charles in charge. Her brother is Cade, which is Oliver Hudson. Yeah. Their cousin is Wade. Yeah. And then the the fat kid from the beginning is what was his name? Uh Carmine? No, I, I hope. Uh, anyway. I, I, I Dwight. Honestly, it was Dwight. Yeah, that's Dwight. Right. Shrew, I think <laughs> of Dwight course, Shrew. of course. Yeah. Um all right, so that's really the characters, and then the mom is is Cade, Hope, and Faith's mom. Right, and we're and not for nothing, Ken, but fifteen minutes in, we're still introducing characters. Oh yeah, like she gets to the town, and now there's another character. Yeah, and then another. It's like the girl who works for her, and then the cop, and it's just I know her mom or dad. So Claire Falani is running this this like knickknack shop, like Kyle said, and people are keep asking her like, why did you come back? And she's not really giving any answers. Um. Now, so now, also a side like funny plot to this movie is at, like in Montana Sky, right? Where the, is where Adam Wolf, Wolf, Wolf so, Mother, <laughs> Wolf, Adam Wolfchild, Wolfchild. So sorry, Faith, shit. 
is kind of was always jealous of Hope and yes. Tori's relationship. Because they were twin sisters, which right. is not clear until you read the IMTV. Yeah. So f- when Claire Ferlani first gets into the town, her and Faith don't get along. Right. But Faith is also banging Wade. Correct. The veterinarian. Not her cousin? Question mark? I thought they were cousins. No, no, no. It's uh, Hudson's the cousin. Oh, I thought I thought that was her brother. Oh, shit. You're right. I thought Wade was their cousin. No, isn't Wade? No, no. Wade is uh, Forlani's cousin. Oh, oh that makes sense. Sally Field, he calls her aunt. Okay. Fair enough. So, uh, but they're holding hands here, so, you know. Yeah. Well, th- right. When he comes up into the store, you don't know right away what's going on. They're, like, they're holding hands right here. Well, no. And he, like, he, like grabs her yeah. suggestively, let's say. I mean, say. it's Claire Forlani, but still. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, she's your cousin. She's <laughs> still pretty hot. <laughs> we can't argue with that. So, all right. All right. Now, I got... To, so, okay. I'm getting to this point in my notes, which reminds me I think this might things. be a better way to do this podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I had thought about this a while ago because I felt bad because you were taking all those notes, but there are definitely times where the logic matters. Like, we have to go in order. No, I know. But we can, you know, we can do it this way. It's fine. So, this one, the basic story is on... And they don't really talk about this till halfway through the movie, is that every August 23rd, there's another murder right. of somebody that looks like Hope. Well, I was just about to say, so we have all the Nora Roberts stuff here, right? So we have at least two to three women, all who are slightly different. We right? have a state and a celestial name in, this, in the right. title. One, one is kind of like the shy slash not sure what to do person. Mm. One is the slutty one. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, and then there's like kind of... Um, a Native American half brother. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and then there's like a variety of like ditzy characters, right? But there, yeah, there's all there's also almost a questionable romance. Yes, between cousins and or stepsisters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's also a moment where there no one's afraid of a serial killer, right? Like, how is no one investigating? this? How is nobody putting it together that every August twenty third there's a murder of a right. blonde girl? Like, I get that. Like that stuff has changed a lot since even since two thousand seven, right? But Every year or every five years, someone's getting killed who looks like the fact that that kid, the guy pieced it together in five minutes. He goes, oh, I got these five wanted posters all the same day. I know. And all the women look the same. They're like, huh? Oh, what? I know. <laughs> so she moves back to town and doesn't know any of this. Which I That's also what find I love. Like, Forlani doesn't know any of the serial killers. <laughs> mode, like moves. All of a sudden she comes back, whatever, 20 years later. Yeah. And. She's like, oh my god, it's gonna happen again, motherfucker! It's been happening twenty years right. in a row. Right, and and this is where like the best friend should have, like the uh, Josie Davis character should have been the like the entree in. She should have been say, like she was awesome in. This. No, she's I love her. She's a good actress. She's really good at playing these kinds of roles. And too. then she came around. And you liked her. Yeah, like, she at, lo- she locks in so good. well. Yeah, like and, and she gets what the movie is too. Like she, I think she's the only yeah. one who went like she's so over the top. Right. She's I love like, it. I get that this is a Nora Roberts movie. No matter she how sounds many, like she's from Savannah, oh, like, so like Gone good. with the Wind, Savannah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Like that fucking Kevin Spacey movie, uh, Good and Evil, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking where about. he has like the most ridiculous yeah. Southern act, like almost like House of Cards, really. Right. Um. Yo, she she locks into like I get what this movie is, and I'm gonna act the fuck out of this. Where yeah. everyone else is like brooding and like trying real hard. Yeah. She's just like I'm gonna fucking be brassy. Like she has that moment where she puts the bra on underneath the leather jacket, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Or the part where she's uh, just gets undressed in front of her cousin or brother or whatever. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, hey. what's going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, "Look, I have fucking abs. Yeah, I'm taking my shirt off at least once in this movie." I don't. Bl- she looked fantastic, and but again, it's another movie where 
I, I think Nora Roberts thing truly right, it's right here. Yeah. And oh, and the hit dog, he's never clean in this movie either. No, I know. He he is just dirty as well and tan. <laughs> so she <laughs> I think Nora Roberts truly is turned on by murder because these people get horned up as shit whenever there's serial killer. I think she's on. turned on by incest and murder. Yeah. That I mean, is probably the name of one of her books. I, I guarantee it's a tab at her, her uh, uh, porn hub. <laughs> it's like a, a common search. <laughs> Incest plus murder plus feet. <laughs> like, because like, sh- there's no reason for that subplot of her being a horn dog, right? It doesn't do no. anything for the movie. No, her and Wade having a, an affair is so secondary. It only matters they come once. Back to, I know. But yeah. they come back to it 10 times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we give a shit. I mean, we give a shit because she's great, but. Right. And maybe it's what makes the movie kind of interesting for me, but because at that one moment when they don't meet up at night, you're supposed to think maybe he's the killer. Remember when she, he's like, yeah. do you want to meet up later? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Because he's friends with the killer. Right. And so then he doesn't Who's come back. Who, spoiler, is Dwight the, the fat kid slash right. mayor of the town now. So when he doesn't show up and she's waiting for him, you're supposed to go, oh, oh he was weird. He yeah. didn't I didn't her. think of that. I usually do, but yeah. that was a good point. No, and that was the only time where it had any If I didn't know it was Dwight right away, I would have suspected Wade. Right, I, and I kind of thought, oh, that's maybe it is him. Like he is, they're yeah. playing him super nice and kind of passive. Maybe he actually is like a killer. But mm. then there was no moment where you felt like with her that he was. No, he was. Why wouldn't he just kill the sister? Right, right. Okay, exactly. In fact, I hadn't thought of that till now. So you're trying, you kill the girl, and then you kill a version of her every five years or whatever. Yeah, why not kill her twin sister? Why not just kill the twin sister who is exactly like her? Who looks exactly like her? And just stalk and kill her. <laughs> so stupid. Well, because I think he wants like they're all young girls. No, but she she tra- except at the end. No, he tracks her exact age though. They said like when he kills in nineteen ninety five, it would have been whatever age. Oh, she was. really? I need to catch that. Yeah, because there's like a college girl, and then there's a girl who's twenty six. Oh, see, that's a good that's a good twist. Right, but... that's actually a cool cool serial killer. You know what I mean? But like yeah. that's an interesting. Yeah. In a real movie, that would have been really cool. Yeah, right, right. If you're like in the Bone Collector. <laughs> but yeah, why not kill the sister then? If there's someone who is exactly the same age who looks exactly the same, maybe he's like saving her for. A special occasion. But she's not even scared. Like she's no, not she's even not like, scared at all. I might be killed because there's a serial killer killing someone who looks like me every five years. Nope. She's very confident. I mean, I loved it. <laughs> Did you know what the dad's name was? No. Han. No, it wasn't. Swear to God, H A N. Han uh, what was what was Forlani's name? Her last name, I forgot. Han Lani. <laughs> oh God, I wish. <laughs> uh she plays oh, Tori Bordine. Han Bodine. Sounds like a race car driver. It does. Oh my god, Josie Davis. Oofa. <laughs> uh, oh, there was one other thing. Oh, about the psychic thing. So yeah, she's not only has psychic visions. Mm-hmm. She is psychic, right? Meaning she could read your thoughts. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and this is again what's confusing about it. It's like so you're right, and she doesn't have any power over it. Really, it seems like she just like like when that scene it, where it, it, it's like six cents, <laughs> right? Where she's with the hit dog, and she's yeah. like. And they're on a date. And she's like, no, we can't go home together. She's like, oh, you were thinking that. And he's like, oh, it's so embarrassing. Why? But like, why isn't she constantly being flooded with everyone's thoughts? She should be the best salesperson of knickknacks of all time. She should be able to walk up to somebody, hear what they're thinking, and be able to sell them the thing. Or do anything if you could hear somebody's thoughts. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why wouldn't she know he was the killer right away? Because she can't see him. But she can, he can't hear his thoughts either? I guess not. Wouldn't that be a fucking red flag? It's funny. I can't hear Dwight's thoughts, and I can't see who the killer is. It's a five-minute movie. 
Because, like, you got to figure when she comes back to town, the first thing Dwight's thinking is, like, I don't kill that motherfucker. Like, you know, he's like, the internal monologue is, like, crazy. Nora Roberts, if you listen to this, you stink. No. And, and anybody who likes Nora Roberts' see, movie, Ken, I books think or you, movies stink. I think you like her. I don't. You said Montana Sky was your favorite one we It done. was. But then... <laughs> I think this I was, to me. Well, I think that it was different. It was way, first of all, it was way goofier than this right, movie. Right, well, but that's the filmmakers. That's not Nora Roberts. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but I will say she was a consultant on this, and the other one I don't think she was. Well, maybe that's why it's she maybe. But you, they're clearly trying to make a, a more serious movie here. Yeah, Even sure. though yeah. the serious things about it are treated like nonsense. Like, there's crazy domestic abuse oh yeah that guy wants to rape and kill everyone yep he's a serial killer Mm -hmm. and like and nobody cares right and like no one's scared and there's no police and there's no task force there's no john douglas or profiling there's nothing it's so weird they're just like all right this is this hick town no fbi no nothing just forlani and her vision slash reading minds yeah and and then you like layer on top of it mind reading only comes up during that one scene with the hit dog I think it comes up like once, one other time maybe, where yeah. she's like kind of knows something's up, but doesn't say anything or doesn't know how to handle it. But, but again, does, why then, but not other times? But she uses the visions more than anything in this movie. Right, because it feels, because the visions are past, right? Yeah, but they're real time though, also. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I sincerely don't know. Right, because here she's talking. To, this is, so this this is, is a, a dream. dream. Okay. So where she's talking to the little Deep girl. Dumb dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It's just like, okay, so I wrote down this movie should be called Convenient Specters. Because yeah. like, they only appear when she needs them, and they don't haunt her like they should. Because if you live in New York City, and you are, what you get through your psychic ability, whether you want it or not, and again, we don't know why she has it. I want to point out, there's never an origin story. That's mm-hmm. a why she's no, psychic. No. It's not even like her dad beat her so hard her brain got rattled. Because <laughs> that's what I thought they were going to say, is that he was beating the shit out of her and it created, he created a psychic. But it was the other way around. He was beating her because she was the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He wanted to beat it out of her. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. So if you live in New York City and you're a psychic without control of your psychic powers, right? Mm-hmm. So like... um. The movie that Jeff Goldblum, Cindy Lauper movie. Yeah. Good vibes. Sure. Vibes. 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 Right. Where it's just coming to you. And part of your psychic visions have to do with bad things. You could not walk down the street. <laughs> no. There's a bad thing at every corner. There'd just be urine all over your visions. Yeah. You'd just be like someone getting killed and shit on and like <laughs> raped and then shit in their mouth. And then <laughs> it's just like you would you would you would blow your brains out before you live one minute in a big city you would go live in like uh like a joshua Sky. tree or something right yeah. like you'd be something somewhere where no people are like the moon which would make sense why she moves back to her hometown but if she had said that like new york was just overwhelming my senses or whatever yeah it would have made sense or even or even like in our original version <laughs> where she lives in new york city right she fails the cops and that like breaks her yeah like, she can't control it anymore mm. like she used to be able to use it yeah and now it's it's a tool that she can't use so she has to because again that makes I sense know. though and then Wha- she runs back home right and then she's home. like oh <laughs> then she goes home where it's like presumably less bad stuff has <laughs> doris, happened doris roberts entered my body <laughs> can you smell what i'm cooking <laughs> no oh then it hasn't she left already <laughs> oh but then she also goes home where she knows for sure bad stuff happened her friend was fucking murdered yeah how are you not going to be haunted by the specters but yeah like oh god because then then if you go home what you're saying is i want to solve the murder 
I'm not going there to open a knickknack store. I'm going there to solve it because I know because of my well, brain. Well, I think she uh, the 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 solving of the murder is unintentional. She does go home with like the intention of slowing her life down, opening this knickknack store. But, but my, then the then the murder. But my point is, is there if you get she, unbidden psychotic visions. Why go to a place where you know for sure more murders happen, and that that murder is so personal? Yeah, but murders happen everywhere. But it's her her friend. Like she, maybe it, it's can, comforting because she knows what the murder is, and she doesn't have to solve it. But she doesn't. Well, she knows like the about that particular murder, though. But she doesn't know who did it. No, I know, but she. So she does it's have to not, solve it. It's not a new murder. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "Yeah, been there, done that. I don't have to worry about that one. I'm never going to figure it out." But then when she but start- you're still gonna get the visions. You want to have be haunted by your friend's murder your whole. But life. does she get haunted by the past visions? I think she only gets haunted by the present visions. No, she gets haunted by the spaces. Remember, right? It's triggered by where she is, not what she is. So she could be yeah. in New York and never have to think about her friend ever, or somewhere else. Right. So why go there where you have to think about it? Because that's where it happened. I guess maybe it's just the the comfort of it because she of the place. Because if well, she goes, if she goes, comforted. if she goes anywhere, she's gonna get new visions that she doesn't know what they are. I guess, I guess that was kind of my thing of like, go live like somewhere where no one lives. Yeah, order everything like on Antarctica. Internet. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, bats have happened there, I'm sure, but it'd be less common. Right. Whereas here, you know, the space is gonna trigger a very specific traumatic thing from your own life. And she goes and lives in the cabin that where it took place, basically. Right, where her dad used to beat her every day. No, that was a different. That the cabin is owned by Cade. And the family. Because remember the mom gets mad because he's renting it out right. to her? I thought they were renting it from her in the beginning, too. No, I thought she no, rented it to his family, which is why she paid him I think that's a different leave. place. Because this oh. is, I think okay. this is a different house. Okay, fair enough. I thought it was the same, but yeah. I... So, okay, so there's two more things. Um, at one point she said, he's dead. I felt him die about her dad. But, yes. But then she gets the vision right away again. Right. And telling and, her he's not the killer. And, and the hit dog's like, oh, that's just an echo from the vision. How does he know? Well, that's what I'm saying. And she believes him. That's what I wrote down is like, echo? What the fuck do you know? Yeah. Are you also psychic? <laughs> it's not an earthquake. And then I thought he must be the killer. He's trying to get her to go off the scent because he wants to kill again. Mm. And then, of course, he's not. But I again, like these are good. I, I did herring. like the vision of her watching her dad drive into a combine. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> What's going on? But I did think, okay, if, like the red herrings could have been more played up. Belly shirt. Yeah, of course. Bare midriff. Okay, sorry. No, that's all right. Just just barely, though. I just felt like the red herring should have been played up more like that. Like mm. just a little bit of music where you're like, oh, are we have been wrong about the hit dog the whole time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe he really is the killer. Or, they're, or and this occurred to me very late in the game, they're all in on it. Oh, is this a big conspiracy? Yeah, that like she comes back to the town. And it's actually been orchestrated by all these people. <laughs> Your mind goes in weird. Places. And that she was, and that she was supposed to die that night, but because she didn't show up, she didn't get. But killed. why would they kill her? Why would they kill the girl? I don't know. Why did she get killed ever? <laughs> okay. Also, when he gets stabbed in the eye with the s'mores, yeah, that was terrible makeup. He literally just closed his eye. He did. And went, ah! And then when you they cut to the scene in a second, his eyes open. It's just like, just red. It's yeah. Like, no, like he didn't get stabbed in the no, eye. No, I think she like poked him. Like, oh. yeah, I don't think she put it in his eye. Interesting. So the story kind of, uh, they, they, they erect the, the Statue of Hope by her death site, which is kind of morbid. In the middle of the woods where no one goes. Right. 
So at the end of the movie, after uh, Claire Filani's father dies, they think it's over. They go to visit Hope's grave and the real killer there. Well, no, they bury her mom. That's her mom's funeral. And oh, then, right, right. And then they go to the grave. Then they go to the to visit Hope's grave. Because it's a day. It's August 23rd. Double up. Uh, uh. <laughs> and they go to the gravesite, and Dwight is there making s'mores. Literally making fucking s'mores at a, at a girl he murders campsites. Yeah. Campsite. And where was his wife? I don't know. Because, again, she's a real asshole the whole movie. Yeah. I thought she was going to be in on it. Everybody's in it. Well, because, like, you go to these Sue towns, everybody. like, why wouldn't it be, you know, what, like, what was, ah. And uh, so he, so for Lonnie, for being a psychic that can read minds, doesn't know he's there. Right. He attacks her, wants to kill her. I got to say, that was the best acting he did the whole movie. Yeah. When he convinces the sheriff that it was them. And oh, that, yeah, yeah, That was pretty good. So the sheriff and the hit dog uh, realize that what's going on. They go to, 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 the, to the grave site, and... Forlani stabs him in the eye with a, or around the eye with a stick that he's making s'mores on. <laughs> yeah, correct. That a, a serial killer is making s'mores. And <laughs> remember, he is a fatty. Let's not forget. And uh, so they get separated. The sheriff's like, oh, uh, he he flips, tries to flip the script that it's her was the murderer. Yeah. She says, oh, he has a gun in his back pocket. Now she could read his mind. Right. Well, th- when she said that, I was like, well, how do they know that? I, I But it, Again, I forgot she was psychic because it's so convenient when it is and then not. Like right. So the sheriff asks uh, Dwight to turn around and show him uh, his back pocket. He pulls the gun out, shoots the sheriff. The hit dog tackles him. Right. Forlon- Does Forlani kill him? I forget what happens. No, they don't kill him. Gets arrested. Oh, that's right. He gets arrested. Right. So then they wrap it up with uh, their at Hope's uh, uh, statue again. Uh, Wade proposes or wants to marry. Faith and the hit dog and Claire Filani together, and that's pretty much it. We still have not solved what her psychic abilities slash visions mean. Nope. But I think we got closer. And we really didn't get any closure on the serial killing, to be honest. Like he he kinda says like I was gonna be the one who had a girl or first or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I wanted to be the one to have a girl first. So his plan, from what I understood, okay, was to rape Hope. Yes. And he realizes as he's doing that, and he kills her. <laughs> Sorry, watch, Dr. Snuggles. watching Dr. Snuggles puke while we record. She was like really getting into it while Kevin was talking. Yeah, I feel the same way. And uh, yeah, I know what your vote is on this movie. <laughs> and yeah, so they have they they wrap it up that, kind of that way that he wanted to be the first one to have sex, I guess. Yeah, but he was gonna like rape both of them. Yeah. Or like strange. It was very yeah for a twelve year old in nineteen eighty nine. Right. And then he ends up killing, he gets a taste for the killing, I guess. And he kills a girl every year on that date. Yeah, I don't know if it was every year, but it was, well, on that, yeah. Yeah, it was like periodically on that date. Right. Again, not clear why, those, the how many years or whatever, but fair enough. So on a, uh, yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. Honestly. It, it, it was sad because we thought we were going to recapture the magic. And I that, know. And I think that was a lot of it was just expectation level. of, And again, I think Blue Smoke is more like Montana Sky <laughs> than it is like. Carolina Boone <laughs> or Kentucky Asteroid. <laughs> All right. On a scale of uh, one to five, Baird Midriffs, what do you get this oh one? Oh, boy. Mm. This is a tough one. Yeah. Because it, it's formula. It, it's good actors. Yeah. It, it was a formula. And that's actually kind of what made me mad about it was. It, I, it's wasted. They wasted the good actors right. on this. Either make it better 
like think through some of the plot holes or make it way worse right go like yeah we're just gonna be fucking it's gonna be crazy like everybody in it's gonna overact and we're gonna make this like a really melodramatic movie right but like oliver hudson thinks he's in a drama and yeah. fucking jacobus actually she was good yeah she was that fun. one yeah, moment good. at the end where she's like gonna buy her out i'm like oh she is like yeah. savage yeah. she's yeah. like i don't give a sh- oh it was so good I was like, you and, jo- and Josie, whatever name is, is yeah, but great she's like it. over the top. Like she's in another movie. Yeah. she's great. so like for like for Lonnie and, and the hit dog are in one movie. Yeah, exactly. And the, the other set, two, are, everybody else is in a different movie. It, correct. And I do love them. I do love the set though. And like she's like, you could open up a store anywhere with this money. You know, just like yeah. your bullshit store doesn't need to be here. Get the fuck out of yeah. town. Stop reminding the, me of my dead daughter. Gets a stepping. <laughs> so I gotta go. Mm. I think because of the unrealized potential, I got to go three. I think okay. it, I think if it had made a harder choice of what it was, I go mm-hmm. three and a half, four. Yeah, I agree. This 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 is a you know a two and a half, three for me. Um, wow, I thought you it, would go higher than no, that. No, I liked it. Like I would, if it was on, I I wouldn't turn it off. I think because oh, I would want to see what's going to happen because it's insane, right? But um, it was it it certainly wasn't Montana Sky. I mean, no, it's our it's our gold standard. Uh, it wasn't even as as good as Perfect Pride, but uh, no, right? Because that movie again, like, tried to be a real thriller, but then went off the. Rails. But then it was crazy, yeah. which is what we like. Yeah, this was just like m- too much of the same thing, and not answering anything at the same time. So, I give it a, I give it a, a three. Also, and again, this is the thing about the supernatural part of any of these, right? What what made Montana Sky good? Is it didn't rely on it? No, stuff. it wasn't. And so you didn't have all these dumb questions about why things happen. You were just right. like, "Oh, these people are crazy." I think like anytime we see one of these movies and it says like supernatural or psychic, we get excited to watch it. <laughs> well, because I'm always because normally they're crazy, <laughs> right? Like, like espe- haunting passion, especially the '80s and '90s ones where it just felt like they were just because that was the era of really bad horror movies too in yeah. the theater. So they're right. just like, they're just as insane, right? Yeah. All right. All right, Ken. That's some interesting one. I will say this cast gave me a lot to work with. Mm. So that, that was that was way easier than usual for me. Usually this is the hardest part. So we will uh, we will fire up the engines again. <laughs> so I, I do think like we so we we get out of the DeLorean, right? Yeah. It cools down. Sure. We sit down. We record the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got to warm up the engines of the helicopter to go to Shaolin land. <laughs> right. Or the fan, the fan boat, the fan boat. Yeah, I like that idea. That's an island. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the here money. We, here we go. Dollar, dollar Check bill, this yeah. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young dude, you're rocking the go to low goose. Only way I'm beginning to you. All right, so one of the stars of our movie, maybe the star of our movie. One Claire Forlani, sure, star of Mallrats, among, yep. amongst others, Meet Joe Black, yep, which was recently in a meme going around. I don't know if you saw oh, that. she is no, she not her, but like the movie was. Oh, okay, yeah, look it up. All right, I'm gonna do this work for you. Sure, I like memes, I know they're fun, yeah. I, I can't, they're argue great, with yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> I would love a cyber bullies meme. I look a good gif, I would love an animated gif of that woman trying to spread frosting with her finger <laughs> and me just screaming over it. <laughs> Like that would be a good one to use. So if someone, uh, someone was creative enough to make that, in, in that, that they ought to use one. a computer, um, let alone many computers. All right, so let's do Mallrats. Okay. So Claire Forlani, Jason Lee, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. 
Jason Muse, mm-hmm. Shannon Dougherty. Okay. And we'll leave Ben Affleck for later. Okay. So you can keep it in mind, but I'm not going to ask yep. it. All right. A movie also plagued by expectations. Uh, coming after Clerks, we were oh, all very sure. excited. Yeah, yeah. Saw it in the theater, disappointed. But then later, it's good. Came back it's around. Yeah. yeah. But I think at the time, I was disappointed because I expected something else. And this does feel like the movie where Jason Lee like breaks out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had been in other stuff. Yeah, he's great. But, you know, come on. What are you doing? Get down, kitten. There you go. And I was I was curious about a bunch of these because, like, Jason Lee had a sitcom and been in some movies, but he's also like religious now. I think. Oh, something. is he really? Yeah, or a Scientologist. Oh, no or, yeah, and then Kevin Smith, like, he's had such an odd career. Yeah. And he's been involved in so many things, the comic books, the comic book store, yeah, movies, whatever, right? Like, so he could be worth like $150 million or like four. Like I, I really yeah. felt like he could be super rich or just broke. Agreed. Um, was, and Jason Mewes is the same for the same reasons. Yeah. So I'll go B to T. Mewes, there, there's no way he's good with his money. <laughs> I mean, he's a former heroin addict, so there is that. So I'll go him at a million. Okay. I'm going to go for Lonnie. I, she's a tough one. She's the toughest one for me on this yeah, list. Yeah, because she's had a pretty long career now. I'm going to go two for her. Yeah. I don't think she had a big, like, she might have got paid yeah, for right. Micho Black, but I don't know, because she was pretty new still. I think she's one of those people who has consistently worked. Yeah, so it's hard but to not know, a big payday. Right, maybe. like no one moment, but like could have made 40 TV movies. Right. Look at this fucking ding dong. Yeah, she's what on fire. After she feels better now. Uh, I'll go Daughtery at 10. Uh, Lee at fifteen, okay. Kevin Smith at fifty, five zero. All right, I think you got him in the exact right order. <laughs> so B to T, Jason Mewes, five million. Wow, five million. Oh man, I wasn't sure if that was a Coolio or not. Well, Coolio or not Coolio? Uh, I'm sorry, Jamiroquai. It was uh, close. No, we need like a mid range one, like uh. Well, we'll have to think about it. Oh, but Jason Mewes. Yeah, it might be Jason Mewes. He's playing Snoochie Boochies over and over. Fuck. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, how is that possible? All right. Um, uh, all right, so. You, you, know, you got to wonder if like Kevin Smith just takes care of him on those movies. I, yeah. Because I, they're I, friends. Or just like he has a piece like literally at the back end. Like, yeah, he gets a producer yeah, yeah. Credit, that, that's so probably part of it, yeah. But not like those make a lot of movies, uh, money, so I don't know. No. He doesn't like, I, I don't know. Um, Claire Forlani mm-hmm. at seven. Okay. Which that's kind of surprising to yeah, me too. Yeah, I was, but it it wasn't out of the range of expectations, but still somewhat surprising, right? Because it, it's hard to know. Because she made, she probably made like a decent amount of every movie she ever did. Yeah, she's been in some big stuff, some small stuff, and then the TV movies you rack them up. Yeah, you could do well. I just don't remember seeing her a whole lot, but and maybe she modeled too. There's always that. Of yeah, like she could have just like or done like Revlon after she got sure. famous. Um, high cheekbones. Sure. Jason Lee. Uh, daughter, he's not. Trent, Trent oh, Dunn. I forgot her. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, 10. No, that's right. You got, that, you got yeah, that one. I forgot to write that. Um, yeah, so right on with J- Shannon Doherty. Dougherty. Uh, 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 Lee. Jason Lee, 20. All right. Yeah. I was a little surprised by that. You think it'd be lower or higher? I really thought it'd be lower. All I mean, right. he's been in movies, but. You, what did you think? Like 10? Yeah, I would have thought. I think uh, My Name is Earl was big. I think that's where he made all his money. Yeah, but like Darty was on fucking. I think he was 
that he was after where you're like, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, actually, it was still that really, move. That show was pretty popular. No, and it was still a time we get paid for a sitcom. Yeah, though, I think in, in syndication. Yeah, right. and if he might have been a producer, that's that's fair. And then Kevin Smith, twenty five. That's Again, low. I but it could have been any number. I truly, yeah. would, I was not surprised because I just felt I like guess. you could have told me anything and I'd believe it. Yeah, I think that's low for him, but. I think it's high for him. Like, what was the last? Oh, thing, really? What was the last thing he did that made money? I think he had that stretch of ten years where he made all. You know, maybe those movies just didn't make anything. I don't think they did. I mean, they made money, but they didn't make money. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if he ended up writing the the fucking whatever Superman movie, like then he'd be fucking rich. Because I think he was involved with. Oh no, that's not him. I thought he was involved with one of the superhero movies. I'm pretty sure. Maybe one of the most recent ones, but. I want to say he did, but maybe not. I want to say he did do one of them. Um, Fair enough. Or was it a producer or something? Okay, yeah, or a consultant. He didn't write or something. it, but yeah. yeah interesting. Ugh. All right. Now we're going to go to our Charles in Charge division. <laughs> okay. So Willie Ames. I knew that was coming. From uh, Eight is Enough <laughs> yep. and Charles and in Charge. And Charles in Charge. Buddy Lembeck. Yep. Scott Bayo. Bayo. Josie Davis mm-hmm. and Nicole Eggert. Mm-hmm. And I did try to find Ellen Travolta, but <laughs> yeah. she uh, was not on there. <laughs> oh, man. This this one's this is much tougher. Yeah. I, I was very I was so excited when I thought about Josie Davis. I was like, I need to know what these people are worth. Like These are fascinating. Uh, OK. <laughs> All right. Now, again, I think one of the strange things about this for the first two is that they've been in stuff since then, but not a lot and not stuff that you would say like makes money. Mm-hmm. But Charles in Charge and and like Eight is Enough mm-hmm. ran in syndication like crazy, let alone Joni and Chachi and Happy Days. Do you know what I mean? Like those yeah. are shows that were on the entirety uh, of our youth. I, I'm pretty I'm not positive. I'm going to go beat it to you again. I'm pretty sure Willie Ames had issues like some kind of financial issues. OK. So I'm going to guess 500k for him but okay. it could really be I am not sure. Uh Bayo, oh no no, he was on the. Uh then I had Josie Davis at 2. Mm-hmm. Eggert at 4, although I think she had money issues as well. <laughs> I had Bayo at 20. Wow. All over the map and I love it. Yeah. So I believe you got the correct order. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. So uh, one off. Okay. Willie Ames, mm-hmm. 100k. All right. So you yeah, were right. I mean yeah. You you hedged your bet there. I think you were probably wanted to go 100, but you I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. He was a complete fuck-up. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is this one's a little sad. Not not a Coolio, but still sad, I think. Mm-hmm. Nicole Eggert, 500K. I, I knew it. I knew she had some kind of issues. I knew it. Because she was married to one of them, right? Haim? I think I, she dated Haim. I thought they got married, but maybe. Maybe. But I think she... I think she got was trying to help him get off drugs. If I remember correctly, yeah, uh, but I, you're right. I remember her. I remember she had major issues though. I remember, of some she kind. sued Bayo for being like a fucking creep. yeah, a molester or whatever, yeah. or, or underage advances, which I'm sure happened. Oh, a hundred percent. There's there's no doubt in my mind. Um, Season hot guy as it is too. I right. mean, I, I'm sure all those child stars are, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to be normal and to be right. part of that. But yeah, I'm sorry, I was flipping through her uh, thing to see if she had any. Uh, 
Because did you did you watch that show with him? He had that reality I, show. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he, he was, was like, just an, a weird. guy. I hated him. I hated him. He was very like because he was friends with Hervey, right? Speaking of last yeah, class, Jason Hervey and he was didn't want to be there. Like he didn't want to do the show. You know what I mean? It's like he was just in it for the payday, which is fine. But like, throw your glove out there at least. Yeah, I like mean, he was just not trying. Like I don't no, know. I agree. All right, so there's some interesting stuff about Nicole Eggert. Um, she was on the cast of Splash, the celebrity diving show. So that tells you what level of money she needed. Um, in 2014, she began a new career as the owner-operator of an ice cream truck. Yeah. They make good, good money. All right, so Nicole Eggert, 500K. Yep. Next is Josie Davis. Mm-hmm. I said $2 million. One. All right. But respectable. Yeah, sure. Um, And then Scott Baio, six. Wow. Yeah, like I. All right, oh. but again, like I don't think it was out of the. Outrageous, hey, oh, you know what? But yeah, but see, he kind of goes against my, my. Well, couple things. One, I guess twenty because he hasn't worked in how many years? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that he has six is pretty good. Anybody goes to he signs all that. Shit, but that I goes mean. against my thinking. Is if you haven't worked in a long time, and you could, you have a lot of money. But he does. I mean, mm. six. Look, six million dollars is a ton of money. No, I know, but like, but it's not twenty million dollars where you don't have to ever worry about anything ever, right? And he probably is divorced or or whatever. Yeah, he mar- he did marry someone. Mar- Mary, Mary. But you got to you got to wonder, like, does the because he's super conservative. You got to wonder if that kind of hurts him with getting work. Also, I would think so. But yeah. also, like, like James Woods, it hurts him. Like, I mean, he doesn't care because he has a zillion dollars. Yeah. But like Scott Bayo, and, and I do think tomorrow, if there was a James Woods role in a big movie, he'd get it. Like, I do think yeah. people know he's a good just because he's good. Yeah, yeah. Fa- like, look. He's a fucking maniac, yeah. from my perspective. But right, like, but he's a great. But I actor. also love him in like almost every movie he's in. Right, right? like yeah. you can't argue with that. Right, no, no. All right, are we hopping on the fan boat or no? We got a so we got a special new game. Oh wow, we'll see how this goes. I'm not confident. But okay, we'll see. all right. Uh, you know, I, I've been thinking about this for a while, and uh, but the opportunity. Arose. Well, the rest of this episode has been ape shit. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. This could be anything. <laughs> so, this is Hozier's Take Me to Church. So, this game is Bible Man, Superman, or Spider Man. Oh, okay. So, Willie Ames plays a character called Bible Man. Oh, wow. He's a, religious? Yeah. Oh, who is a Bible superhero based on Batman. Wow. So, I'm going to just... I'm gonna, just, just read I assume we're watching that after this. <laughs> we get it. I've, I've already watched a lot of it, but sure. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to just read a description of the character, mm-hmm. a line, and you tell me if it's Bible Man, Superman, or Spider-Man, or all three. Like from a, is it a line from a movie? No, just like a description oh, of the character. Oh, okay. All right. Either them or their alter ego. All right. So of classic. So, you know. Yeah. I, now I, I know a are, lot of this stuff. I realize anyway. there are eras of all these, of Superman sure. or whatever, that like they change, mm-hmm. but to the best of your ability. Okay. I trust you because you know more of this than I do. Well, with great power comes great responsibilities. <laughs> <so>. True. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> it was good. Did you watch it yet? No, I heard it was great. It's though. great. I, you know me, I'm done with the superhero movies, so maybe. maybe it, it's not. A, I mean, it is, but it's completely different. Than yeah. The yeah. Other no, I like, I like the Miles Morales it's stuff. Funny. That yeah. looked interesting. Yeah, it's funny. All right, so hangs out with teenagers, Spider Man, Superman, or Bible Man, or all three. Bible Man, incorrect. Spider Man, yeah, and Bible Man. Okay, all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. fine. Now I know the rules. <laughs> 
delivers corny one-liners. Spider-Man. Incorrect. Bible-Man and Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, can shoot lasers from his eyes. Superman. Correct. <laughs> uh, transformed by a brush with death. Batman and Bible Man. <laughs> Batman is not part of the game, but Bible Man? Oh, I thought it was Batman. No, Superman, Spider-Man, Bible Man. Oh, Superman, Spider-Man. Bible Man is based on Batman, so those are Oh, very that's why I got confused. Bible uh, Man. Correct. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Bible Man becomes Bible Man because he... Uh, he falls into a well with a bunch of Bibles. <laughs> he does. Because like, that's how Batman... No, he literally falls into a, a pile of mud, and he finds a Bible in the mud. Oh, that's exactly how Batman... I know, that's why, that's why I couldn't do Batman for this... Um, son of a superhero. Superman. <laughs> Bible man. <laughs> okay. I... <laughs> he is apparently the son of the original Bible man, according oh to the Bible God. man lore. This is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to do than I thought it would be. Good, Funny idea, less funny game. Yeah. Uh, relies on many non-superhuman abilities to fight crime. <laughs> Bible man? And? And? Superman. Spider-Man. All right. Because he's like a genius, you know. Yeah. I mean, Superman kind of tries to do things as Clark Kent sometimes. Yeah. I. You, it could have been all three. I should have made clear that it was, in that case, in their superhero uh, alter ego, okay. not, not in their uh, everyday alter ego. Uh, one of their hobbies is riding a motorcycle. <laughs> Bible man. Correct. <laughs> Can shoot webs from his wrists. Spider-Man. Correct. <laughs> Final question. Uh, their alter ego is kind of a dork. All three. Correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that was Bible Man, Superman, or Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what you got to do? Oh, no. Is um, Flashpoint or Fireproof. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> that might have to be a bonus episode. <laughs> we don't want to turn off our audience. Well, yeah. any more than usual. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, uh, Brad Vasquez who posted to the Facebook page. Yeah, sure. He loves Celebrity Net Worth. Hopefully, he'll love uh, Bible Man, Superman, <laughs> Spider-Man. Let us know. Yeah, I'm Hasht- sure. Hashtag BSRS. <laughs> All right, so final category. Okay. As you probably know, Oliver Hudson mm-hmm. is the brother of Kate Hudson and the son of Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. and, and the adopted son of Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. So let's do the whole family. Oof. Oof. Put ah. them in order. Yikes. And then I want you to tell me, is any one of them worth more than Ben Affleck? Oh. Any one of them? Yep. Any one of them. Oh, boy. Wow-a-wee-wa. All right. Um... Man, these are all. I again, I was fascinated by this list. Yeah, because you kind of think you have a handle on it. Mm-hmm. Like, just you hear the names, and you go, "Oh, must be this, must be that." And I was, well, I was surprised. Yeah, I assume the, the hit dog is the lowest. If I had a guess, correct. <laughs> but all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try my best here. It's all you can do, Ken. You're just a man. But I think 
these I two think... are much higher than you would think. Oh, interesting. Maybe you're good at this. I mean, you're usually good at this, but and then this yeah, is this is where like I feel like your expertise at, really works. He's probably at that. Okay, so B to T. All right, I'll go to Hit Dog. Yeah, at five million. Okay, I'm gonna go with Ty with Kate Hudson and Goldie Hawn. Wow, at forty. Okay, and go Kurt Russell at sixty, and go no, none of them are higher than Ben Affleck at eighty-five. Okay, B to T. <laughs> Hit dog Oliver Hudson, ten million. Wow, I was shocked. It must have been that show. That show must be in syndication. I just, I just think it's like the Hollywood sexism thing again, too. Like maybe he's on equal number of shows. Like he hasn't been in the business as long as Shannon Doherty, and they're worth the same amount. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, but Doherty, I mean, she had a lot of health issues too that could hurt that's her. That's true. But... That's true. That's hard to know if she. Like... And she was a bit reckless <laughs> early in her life. That's a fair point. And maybe, they're, maybe, maybe they're he the, was too. Maybe they're the same age. I don't know, but because it's yeah. hard to tell with him, he could be—he's probably our age, right? Like, I would think so. Yeah. Um. So that was—I was surprised by that. Yeah, that's shocking. And now the rest of this list, I, I found pretty shocking. Okay. Um. Coming in number three, Goldie Hawn. Okay. Sixty million. All right. That's a—that's a big number. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, not that she doesn't deserve it. I was just a little—I thought it would be a little lower because she hasn't worked in a while. Yeah. I mean, overboard syndication or, you but, know, resids are pretty But remember, high. huge, I, I, with, with Russell, they, she's probably, they're, they're not, she's not fronting everything. Yeah, there's no way to All really the houses. Know. No, you're right. That's true. They're at least splitting it. Right. Because I don't think, are they not together anymore, right? Am no, I, they're together. They're just not married. I thought they split up. No. I think they're like, they've never, really? no, because she was just in, um, that was the end of, uh, what? Um, one of the when he the, the no the Christmas movie he was just in last year. Oh, the she played Claus Mrs. One? Claus at the end. That was like the twist. Hmm. No, I, they've been together. I think they're just not married. Oh, yeah, you're right. I I don't know why I thought. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Coming in at number two, Kurt Russell. Yeah. That I mean, this is not that surprising to me. I can't believe it. Really. I mean, I, I'm I shocked le- he's not number one. But I learned something about Kate Hudson though that explains it. But, okay, but but I was still like, I thought he would be a hundred million. He's just he's been in enough of those movies. Was he eighty? Seventy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Between the two of them, one hundred thirty. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for for having not really done anything for a while. Right. I mean, Kurt Russell. He's does- in a, he's in a ton of he's been he hasn't taken a break. That's sure. He was in Touchback. He was in. <laughs> He's in fucking. We have to do that one, by the way. He was in um, Guardian Galaxy two, and he's in the fucking. Uh, and he probably got paid twenty. No, and he's in the Fast and Furious movies. Oh my god, I forgot. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's just, picking the right movies. Right. He just and he gets paid a ton probably to do he like does. four scenes. He was in quite a bit of the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but I bet he got a huge. Oh, pay. he did. Yeah, those movies made what like oh five hundred million at least. So you pay Kurt Russell forty million to be right, in it. Like, exactly. what does it matter? <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to get Harrison Ford to be in Jones or whatever. Like he's going to get paid a hundred million dollars <laughs> right, to do it. Right. Um. All right, coming in number one, Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. former spouse of Chris Robinson of the Black sure. Crows, coming in eighty million. Wow! So I didn't realize she had like products. She, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She see, does, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That not she's and again, not that she's not a good actress or deserving of money. I just to get to that. That's level, why I guess forty. You, you I knew she to, was. Yeah, you have to have that income stream that yeah. like is just continuously coming in. 
Yeah. So none of them were as much as Ben Affleck. No. What did you say? For I said eighty five. Hundred and thirty. Wow. He produces. Yeah. Like I was just like, whoa. Because he produced fucking the town. No, by, I know. Uh, I know. Ga- uh, Gone Girl. Yeah. Like all those fucking those movies. Yeah. Made a ton Gone of Girl money. made a ton. That was yeah. Not- I thought it was an underrated movie. People it was were, right. people I was, I was I a little, it. I was a little uh, underwhelmed by it's it. It's too long. I went, well, I went in with thinking it was going to be great, and it was good. See, I went with the opposite, where I heard it was bad, and I was like, "This is." Uh, fuck, I was really entertained. It was by good. It, it was I fine. Thought, I actually think that's one of his better acting movies. That yeah, he's he was done. good in it. Like yeah. he's very much not Ben Affleck anymore. Right, like, he's just, not from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like the accountant too. Did I never saw that? that. That's a perfect Sunday movie, and I, I like, I like his movies. Just, I mean, he's fucking crazy in my. Oh. Personal views, but he's—I like his movies. He, he's got some things going on. <laughs> he has some demons. Yeah, yeah. But did you ever see that thing? Like when he's whining on Bill Maher? No. Oh God, it's so embarrassing. I never, I never heard he, of this. He's—I forgot what they were talking about. Something about about Muslims and and Bill Maher was like, you know, he's Bill Maher, but. He's like Ben. He's like I'm as liberal as I come, but he's like, come on. And Ben's like, one. He's like, oh, he, just the way he was talking. Oh, I was like, oh, I this fu- guy see, needs to get it together. I can't take Bill Maher at all. So neither neither can I. So maybe but that's like, part of it. But it, it was like it was t- tough to watch. Oof, uh, oh, to it was up. tough watching the town and then that. We'll <laughs> 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 leave this whole talk show in my rearview mirror. <laughs> all right. Well, that's been another visit to Shaolin Land. Surprising so, as always. So we're gonna have a a, a guest next episode, a surprise guest. But we have to talk about the movie as usual. We, well, we've had a lot. Of we've had a lot of discussions, but we have to we have to hash it out. I mean, I'm very. I know what you want to do. Yeah. Well, there's a couple I will do, but that's what I, I know. Want yeah, to we do. correct, and, and we. But we'll talk about it. For, this person might be coming on. Speaking of alter egos, might be coming on in a masked <laughs> fashion. I don't know. I think he's gonna come in as his real. He's gonna come in as the first fictional. Guest. I want him to. I, I want him to wear a Lucia Dormat. I do too. Mask. I want him to have an entire identity carved out. I'm excited for this. <laughs> We're finally really edging into comedy. I've territory. been asking this person to be on the show. He loves our show. Well, he comments on Facebook. He comments, and, and, he, and he's a And he's funny. And and I've been asking him for a while, and, and he, he said no. So he finally said yes. Yeah. So we have to hash out the movie, and, his, and I think the the second movie you said about the the, the musical one, oh yeah, is better because he knows a ton about old music. Like yeah, that. and like he's and he's just enough older than us that he we we have overlap and stuff we know, but he knows a ton of dumb shit. So right, and that that's like he knows more and that is late, the highest late seventies, early eighties stuff. Yeah. Like we know late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Oh, that John Ritter movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we'll have to talk about it. <laughs> but, I'm excited though. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, it's gonna good. be fun. I, I think spring is always good for us. We do much better when it warms yeah, it gets, up. Yeah, yeah. We're in a better mood. I feel better today. Yeah, you, was, you picked it up. I was in a shit mood, yeah. and then, you know, here we are. So, all right. So, we'll, we'll talk about the movie. Kyle, drop it in. Uh, that was Carolina Moon for Dr. Mel Kyle Reason. I'm Ken Norsky, and this has been another episode of the Cyber Bullies. See you. On the next Cyber Bullies podcast. Starring Nico Tortorella. She's just as bad as he is. She's our mother. She's supposed to protect us. Benito Martinez. We have to act now. Courtney Love. Just get through this day, Kitty. Tomorrow will be different. It's Menendez, colon, Blood Brothers. Available on the Lifetime Movie Club.
Ah, uh, I don't know. I'd man. like to think I wouldn't. I truly, but I really don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm I was vain. I'm vain too to an extent, but like, I you did get your nips reduced. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you did, because that actually was gross. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, we solved the world. There you go. As always, Hollywood's a bad place. Charles in charge. <laughs> so what was Bayo work? <laughs>